All right. Well, we have him on with us, and that's Clark Barrington, BYU team captain. I guess I should say former BYU team captain. We're going to talk about why he decided to go in the transfer portal and what is his plan going forward all ahead on today's edition of Locked on Cougars. You are Locked on Cougars, your daily podcast, the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. As always, always uh, please be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, the motto is your team every day. And as such, we are your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. I uh, got a special guest back on the show. I thought we might be done talking to him, but he decided to do something that made literally national headlines, and that is going to the transfer portal. So Clark Barrington joins us now. A former member of the BYU football program. It's very weird to say, Clark. I'm not going to lie. But thanks for taking the time. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Okay. So, as I said, former member of the BYU football program. You 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 stirred uh, the interwebs, I, I guess the easiest way to say it, uh, Monday evening by putting your name in the NCAA transfer portal. So, I'm going to lob a softball at you right off the top. Why transfer portal? Why not the NFL? Yeah, um... You know, just, you know, at this time of year, it's kind of just collecting all the information I can. You know, like we've talked about kind of in before Mm -hmm. or in previous uh, podcasts, Um, you know, just trying to get information from from scouts, from agents, from coaches, from, you know, literally everybody that that I could possibly reach out to. And, um, you know, to be completely honest, you know, with with some of the injuries and things I had in the past, I, I wasn't wasn't playing at at my uh, at the level I know I can play at, mm-hmm. especially at the beginning of the season, um, and it showed on, on the field and 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 in my stats and, and things like that, and so you know it kind of hurt me um, as far as you know my projections and things like that, and so. Um, I think that I know that I can improve. Um, I know that I have a healthy off season and, you know, getting stronger and and focusing on, on the things I I need to focus on that I can come back and play at at a high level. And and that'll hopefully, um, in turn, help me, um, improve my stock, hopefully coming out next year. So. Now, uh, I I always assumed that after the season, and you and I, we, we you and I have talked a lot this year. But this was I I never asked you this directly, but I always assumed that you were moving on from BYU after the season. I and I I always assumed that you were headed to the NFL. That that was my assumption. Now you decided to go in the transfer portal. You mentioned the fact that some of the previous injuries you've had shoulder surgery. I believe is it three times in your career so far on your shoulders. Uh- just twice, twice. One, one on each shoulder. Okay, so you had one on each shoulder. Uh, anybody who watched the New Mexico Bowl uh, saw that you have your shoulder harnesses on your uh, arms to keep those from recurring. But I also saw, right. and I didn't notice. I I don't know if this is that the first game you've been playing with an elbow brace all of a sudden. No, uh, that's been a couple games now. Okay, but. 
So I, I guess I missed that in the previous game. So uh, elbow brace goes on. So you're, you're, you, you just want to get back to the level you were playing at. Because I think a lot of people th- saw the offensive line in many respects this year. They felt like it, it dipped a little bit in terms of its overall production. Uh, I, I guess I'm going to lob that question at you. Do you feel like the offensive line lived up to its expectations this year? Um, I think for sure there, there were parts where, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't live up to expectations. Um, there were definitely things we could do better. Um, but I think there were phases throughout, um, kind of the whole, whole game that, that could have improved to help everybody look a little bit better. So. All right, so as you move forward here, obviously you've gone in the portal. Uh, what has uh, So we're recording this, I guess, in the interest of full disclosure on Tuesday night. So you've essentially been in the portal officially for for 24 hours now. Can you give us some insight? Yeah, yeah so give us some insight as to how crazy that initial 24 hours has been or so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild for sure. Um, you know, everybody comes out of the woodwork and, and there's – you know, it, of course, you know, there's there's negative things being said. There's positive things being said. There's fan bases throughout the entire country, um, you know, tweeting at their coaches or whatnot, saying, hey, we need we need this guy, check this guy out or, or stuff like that. And then and then there's, you know, tons, tons of coaches uh, um, and, and schools that have reached out to to me. And so it's kind of, um, you know, an interesting dynamic I guess um and it's it's still trying to figure out how to to process everything and and go about you know this whole transfer portal thing but we'll figure it out here soon so now I had a conversation with somebody else who went in the portal. This is not uh, connected to you necessarily, but what I was told is with and we I think we've talked about this on the podcast previously is that in transfer portal with recruiting, uh, a lot of times it, in the, coaches are texting you saying, "Hi, I'm Coach So and So from Insert University name here. Uh, we're interested in you as a player. Are you interested in us?" And it's like essentially check yes or no. And if you say yes, the conversation continues. If it's no, hey, thanks for your time. We're moving on. Yeah, yeah, that's. Honestly, there's there's some uh, pretty extravagant uh, little what would I say uh, like recruiting messages that some of these these coaches throw out there. Some of them are pretty wild, but uh, most most of them are are exactly what you say. You know, are you interested? Yes or no? Okay, cool. Let's not waste either of our times if you're not, and mm-hmm. and if you are, then let's continue this relationship. So. Well, very cool. Okay, so you're a guy relative to a lot of other athletes in this transfer portal who is a proven commodity. I saw it came out. You've played in 46 career games now. You've started 40 games in your career at BYU. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe you've given up only two sacks in those 40-plus games played and or started for BYU. So in terms of proven production, you're right there near the tops of what a team or a program could aspire to attract. So my, my question for you then, Clark, is – what are you looking for in whatever program you go to next? Yeah. Um, you know, I, f- I feel like, you know, kind of the story that's being told with everybody is, Oh, there's, there's money to be had, you know, elsewhere. Or whatnot. NIL, and, baby. and, and I feel like, you know, that can, can play a, a piece mm-hmm. um, in, in what's important, but really right now, where I'm at, it's not so much about that type of stuff. And it's more about just getting with the right people. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and, and with the right coaches that I know that I can continually improve, continually progress my game and, and continually get better. Um, and, and so that's, that's the big thing I'm looking for is just somewhere I can go um, and, and improve my game. So. Now, that it leads to an inevitable question I know every listener and or wa- uh, viewer of this podcast is going to have in their mind. Clark, has Baylor reached out? Do you Have you had communication with Jeff Grimes and or Eric Mateos? Yeah, absolutely. They've reached out, so... And it's it's definitely an option. Okay, I, so I was gonna say. Well, are they? Uh, uh, so they've offered you that. I guess that's the long and short of it. Yep. Okay. I, I want to talk more about your time at BYU, how things have gone, uh, that type of stuff. We'll get to that here in just a moment. First, I need to get a word in on our friends over at Bet Online. Of course, have been a longtime partner of ours here on Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network. They are your number one source for all of your sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. Uh, Clark, by the way, they probably should do this with Bet Online. Uh, it seems foolhardy in many ways, but they probably should put odds on like transfer portal like targets like guys like you going in oh okay uh baylor is a five to one favorite to land that type of stuff i think would be absolutely hilarious i don't think that's going to happen but just a suggestion out there for our friends at bet online (laughs) all right so regardless if you're interested in pro football college bowl season basketball uh baseball coming up in a few months they've got it all at bet online and if you love sports podcasts like this one you can find those on bet online as well they are the fastest and the easiest way to get your sports betting information Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more now. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you for joining us here on Locked On Cougars uh, with Clark Barrington. Make sure you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. It is uh, has the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes or less. It's got instant reactions to every game that's big. Uh, game recaps and, of course, Locked On's take of the day. That's Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, continuing on here with Clark Barrington. And, Clark, uh, I want to uh, throw a, a question at you, and it's one that I think a lot of people on social media – I'm sure it's been lobbed at you. Uh, what was your relationship with Coach Funk like, and was that a reason for you to leave BYU? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel like I had a, a great re- relationship with Coach Funk. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I was able to learn, you know, from him and and gain gain a gain knowledge of the game from him, and and I would say. Um, None of the coaches um, are really a, a reason um, as to why I'm leaving. Um, I feel like I don't know if this will make sense a whole lot, but I, this is kind of how I've made sense in my mind. I feel like I've gotten it almost too comfortable okay. um, in, in my circumstance. And I'm a big believer in, you know, that, that you know, not necessarily trials, but like hard things in life changes those types of things that that's what builds you to become you know something great and so you know through my whole career you know I've had coaching changes and whatnot and 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 so what what's another one I guess um but um you know I'm just excited for for the opportunity to to kind of go somewhere new um start over again um have to you know kind of relearn things um, get to know and, and meet new people, play with new people, um, and, and just continue to grow and develop through through that process. Um, I, I do 
cherish, you know, the, the relationships I have with, with the, the players and, and they're for sure going to be brothers for life. And, and I love each and every one of those guys. And, and I had a great talk with coach Kalani and, and I know that he loves me. He wants the best for me. And I, I love that guy and I want the best for him. And, and we had a good talk and, and, and everything, you know, ended with, with lots of love and, and appreciation for, you know, both him for me and, and me for him. And so it was, it was, it, it was a hard um, goodbye, but in the end, I felt like that's what was best for me. So, so you want to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It sounds like you, you want to be pushed and kind of have to grow again and improve yourself all over again. It sounds like. Yeah, kind of. It, I know it's kind of sounds weird, but most of the time when you, you've earned a spot and you've kind of gotten that role, you know, it, it has been great, you know, being able to start and, and, and have that role and, you know, be a captain, be a leader and all that. But um, I think it's, I think it's kind of time for change. So. All right, so you talk about change and, and wanting that change in your life and going in, uh, developing your skills, getting you with the right people to hopefully st- help you stretch and grow. Uh, there would be people, and I, I, I'm interested in this as well, uh, was there any thought to you just trying to do that at BYU for another year? For sure. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of the, what took me so long mm-hmm. to, to process and and pray and, and figure out what I was going to do. You know, there were three options, stay, go to the NFL or, or transfer. And, and it really wasn't ever clear to me until, you know, after kind of the bowl game. And, and it, I just felt like this, this was what was best for me and, and for my wife and our family and, and doing that. And so, you know, I, the whole the whole season and and during the bowl game prep and everything you know I just tried tried my best to to be in the moment you know of course I was you know praying contemplating about these things but I'm um, trying to be in the moment for for not only myself but for the coaches for my brothers around me that were playing and and that was the big thing for me was just to you know do my due diligence and pay respect to to everything BYU's given me and and I felt like the best way for me to do that was to to finish the season you know play the best I could um, to my best abilities and and finish the season and and go and win a bowl game and and just you know have fun have fun with the boys while I could so Sure, and I I can respect that. Actually, I've got I've got very I guess uh, to be, sound weird, but I got mad respect for both of you and Blake. Uh, I am fully anticipating Blake moving on to the NFL. I'm not going to ask you to answer that question. That's his, that's his decision to make with what his sure. future is going to look like. But I'm anticipating him leaving. You've already announced that you're moving on. For you two to go out there and put your futures on the line because it's it's a violent game. Football is a violent game. I it and this is just this is just a personal thing. It bugs me when people talk about well injuries. Well, guess what? You're hitting each other at full speed. Guess what? Injuries happen in this sport, folks. It's just yep. it's, it's part of the calculus. But for you and Blake to go out there, in many ways, as you mentioned, you wanted to do right by your teammates and do right. I feel like by the coaches, the administrators, and also the fans. I, am I right in that assessment? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, it's kind of funny uh, 
you know, I, I, I'm not bashing on any of the guys that did opt out and whatnot, but, you know, they're, they're all great dudes, and I love them, and, and they're my brothers and whatnot. But me and Blake kind of signed a pact that, <laughs> hey, we're going to finish this thing out together. Okay. Um, and so I was like, hey, no, we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna leave each other uh, hanging to dry. So um, it was like, hey, let's go in. You know, sure, we don't know who our quarterback's gonna be. Sure, we're down a few other guys on defense or in, in some of our skill positions. But hey, let's go out there, let's have some fun, and, and let's do what we do, and and let's see what happens in the end. And and I'm just, I'm grateful for him and and the relationship we have with each other and. And he's one dude that that will forever, I'll forever be close to, and and it's because of things like this. I feel like just playing for each other, having fun, going out there, and and balling out no matter the the circumstance. So, obviously, uh, you are gonna uh, be moving on now. So, what I guess as you leave the BYU football program, where do you feel the program has uh, I guess made the most? Rides in your time there because you're a guy who signed in the 2016 recruiting class. Now you didn't enroll then because you went on a mission. Then you came home and have played the last is it five years now that you've played for BYU. Yeah. Uh, so in that time, in your time playing for BYU, where do you think the program has made the most strides? No, I, th- I think there's been a lot um, of different different things that, that BYU's improved on. Um, I think one of the one of the main things is just trying to find a, an identity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've done one in understanding who we are, um, kind of where we came from and, and what what the plan is and, and what we can do. And so I think that's one thing that, that BYU um, has, a, has done a good job um, in creating is just kind of what – what brand of football are you going to play when when you're when you're on that field? So, uh, do you feel like BYU is in a position you feel like as they go into the Big Twelve era here, where they can go in and succeed at least early on? Yeah, for sure. I, I think they they will continue to do well, um, and and the changes that have been made, you know, I think were were necessary and they were good, and and being able to be around. Um, you know, the, the, the couple of coaches that they did bring in, you know, they're great dudes and, and bring great energy. And, and you can see, you know, especially on the other side of the ball, you can, you can see the difference that, that they're making already. And so it will be, it will be cool to watch what, what happens there. So. All right, I got a few more questions I'm going to pepper you with as we close out today's show. But before we do that, I do need to talk about our friends over at UCCU. They're offering a 15-month savings certificate right now with an incredibly high APY of 4.00%. The best part is during that 15-month period, you can jump up to an even higher rate of return anytime during the life of your certificate. All of us know that interest rates and inflation are both on the rise. That's why UCCU is here with that savings certificate to help you guys take advantage of this rise because that APY of 4.00% blows the water out of your traditional savings accounts, money markets accounts. So give it a shot, my friends. The savings certificate, you make one deposit, then let your money grow and grow and grow with that fixed rate of return that's much higher, like I mentioned, than a savings account or a money market account. Uh, most of them, it, it's, it's 
triple, if not higher than that in terms of the overall return. The best part is you can do this for as little as $500, making it an awesome opportunity for every type of saver, both big and small. The best part is you can jump it up one time uh, during that 15-month period if rates continue to rise and take advantage of a higher rate of return. All you got to do to start this is go to UCCU. Stop by any UCCU branch, give them a call, or go online to uccu.com and get started now. But remember, it's only for a limited time, so take advantage now. That way your savings can start working harder and earn you more. Once again, visit uccu.com to learn more today or get started on that savings certificate. That's UCCU. Love where you bank. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Uh, wrapping things up here with Clark Barrington. And Clark, I, I mentioned, I, I guess I asked you before we talked about UCCU uh, there, I, I asked you about what you feel like BYU, the strides they have made. Now, obviously they're going into the Big 12. Where do you feel like BYU is still currently deficient or where they need improvement as they make this jump to the Power 5? Um, you know, there's, there's always spots to, to continue to improve and get better. And, um, you know, I just feel like, um, you know, there probably are a few spots, um, that, that BYU can, can continue to improve. Um, uh, but I don't know any off the top of my head really right now. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna lob one at you. They they uh, whacked the top two strength coaches. Do you feel like that was a necessary uh, deal to get this program to be, I guess, a, a better program? Um, yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting situation. Um, you know, I, I I love those those guys that were in there, um, Newton and Justin, and yeah. and they had been here since the beginning with me and. And it's been a grind, and, and you know, I had to earn their respect and all that. And we got got to be pretty close, and so you know, I love those guys and, and the relationships I have with them. Um, but I think you know, in, in the direction that that BYU wants to move for sure, um, you know, those changes changes needed to come, and they 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 needed to happen. And and I think you know, the, the things that they have working in there will, will continue to improve that place. So. There were a lot of, I guess the easiest way to say it, rumors and or reports of locker room issues, team camaraderie, team culture uh, issues this year for BYU. And you, you talked about the fact that you, maybe you felt like you got a little too comfortable in the spot you were at at BYU, and that's kind of why you decided to move on here. How, how, can you address those? Was this a team that was fractured in a way that needed uh, to have some changes to get, the, get it back on track, hopefully? You know, there's there's always going to be, you know, kind of the the bad apples, you know, in in the bunch. And so, um, I think for the most part, people's mindsets and 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 the goals and everything were in line. I think there were just just a few um, a few people that that maybe spoke out or posted something or did those things that just kind of stirred up, you know, the emotions um, of, of people on the outside that didn't really fully understand what was going on in inside and in the, you know, BYU football family. And so I think it can be easily misinterpreted mm-hmm. and misunderstood. Um, and, and that was kind of, you know, a big focus and, and, and things, you know, as as we were kind of fighting through some of those those 
deals that, you know, let's, let's just continue to go throughout this thing together as brothers and, and we know what's really going on and, and the people that are bought are going to be bought in. And, and that's all we need to really, really do what we want to do this season. So. Now, I know you didn't play directly for Elisa Tuiaki, Ed Lamb, uh, Kevin Clune, or Preston Hadley, but they have since moved on from their positions. They were either uh, resigned of their own volition or let go. Regardless of whatever happened, they're no longer on the staff. Uh, do you feel like this season uh, th- that it-, it became apparent that, that there needed to be changes on the coaching staff? Did you feel like something needed to be shaken up there? Yeah. Why? For sure. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like you can kind of just see it, I guess. Um, okay. kind of like what I was kind of talking about, maybe just for myself, you know, I was, I was getting too comfortable. I think, you know, some of the coaches were probably getting a little too comfortable with, with the things they were doing. And then it, it, it made some, some guys complacent and, and I think you could could see that um, as things were going on, and, and so I think change needed to happen to to hold people accountable, and and that will continue to to help the program. So, all right. So now, as you exit BYU and go on to your next adventure, uh, wherever that may lead, we'll obviously be tracking that. But if you were to have a guy come to you right now, whether it's a, a freshman coming into this program, uh, signing day uh, coming up uh, tomorrow as we record this podcast, if you were to have a, a guy come to you, whether it's a junior college transfer, a grad transfer like yourself, just a, I guess a regular transfer coming into BYU, what would your pitch to them be as a guy, as you're exiting the program, what would your pitch to, to them be about saying, you know what, this is a place you want to play? Yeah, you know, I would just say make sure it, it fits who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I, I hate to see, you know, kids come here and and then they leave, you know, for certain reasons super early on because they didn't – they weren't either fully bought in to, to things that, that were needed to be done or, or they didn't truly understand – um, you know, what they were getting themselves into, you know, especially with, with some of the honor code and whatnot or, or the standards, you know, that, that is set by the church, you know. Um, some of the things that might be different or, or new to, to some of the guys. Um, I would just say, you know, make sure that that the coaches are, are people you want to be around um, and the players are people you want to be around and that, that those relationships will – Will last, you know, a lifetime, and so you want those things to be good and, and and go go the way you want them to go. And so I would just say, you know, for me, BYU has been, you know, a great experience. Um, it's been awesome to be able to to create those relationships with with a lot of the coaches and 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 all the players, and I love all of them and. And I'm grateful for what BYU has given me, you know, a degree and and my wife and, and everything else. And so, you know, it's it's blessed it's blessed me a ton. And so I think just understanding what what your reasons are and what's important to you and then and then weighing those those important factors and, and, and choosing what's best for, for that person. So 
All right, so Clark, uh, last thing from me. Is there anything else you feel like you need to get out there, whether it's a message to the fans, uh, anything else about the program you feel like you need to, to speak out on? I'm opening the floor to you. Fire away. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, there's not There's not a ton. It's just It's just that uh, you know, I'm just grateful. Grateful for the opportunity um, to play at BYU. Um, grateful for the fans and the support. Um, yeah, it's just it's just made me who I am today, and so I'm just just grateful for that stuff. And we'll we'll see what happens in, in the next coming weeks. And but I'll, I'll forever be a Cougar, and and that'll be part of me. So I'm just grateful. Well, you got the piece of paper that proves that because you, you have your degree in hand, obviously. So, like I said, uh, we'll be rooting you on wherever you end up. Uh, don't be a stranger. We may bring you back on when you're able to make that decision. We'll talk about why, you, whether it's Baylor or whatever other university it might be. We'll catch up with you then. But I cannot thank you enough for doing everything you did this season. I, I think I speak for all Cougar fans and frankly thank you because a lot of guys like you mentioned they're guys that opted out of playing in that bowl game and you 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 went out there and 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 played because you felt like that was the right thing to do so i guess i'm speaking for cougar nation and saying hey thank you for doing that but thank you uh for joining me all season long thank you for joining the podcast and like i said we're, we're rooting on uh, clark barrington wherever he ends up appreciate it thank you all right uh that is going to do it for this edition of the clark barrington show a huge thank you to clark as always uh hopefully that answered some of y'all's questions out there in cougar nation about where things stand with him but of course like i mentioned we'll have clark back on once he makes his ultimate decision where he's going to play next a huge thank you to all of you once again for tuning in whether it's via youtube or wherever you get your podcast it's always good to be with you guys every single day as mentioned uh this is our 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 regular wednesday edition of the podcast i'm going to record an edition as soon as i can on wednesday to talk about all the signings with early signing period opening up. We'll react to all the guys that have come in with their signatures and national letters of intent. We'll talk about all that, but thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. Hope you guys are all doing well. Now go make your second listen. Our friends over at the Locked On Big 12 podcast. That's a great way to get caught up on the overarching uh, themes of what BYU's new conference home is going to look like. Josh Neighbors got you covered on that front every single day, wherever you get your podcast and also on YouTube. So once again for Clark, I'm Jake. Have a great rest of your day whenever you hear and or watch this. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast. See ya.